Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring Stanford University golfer Sadie Eagleman. Sadie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan, for having me. Absolutely. I was really glad to get you on the podcast. I was over at the farms watching you ladies perform out there and just tearing that golf course up. So it was just like, you know, I got to get somebody on the podcast from here. Like I just love watching women golf and having the ladies on the podcast. So really thankful for you to come on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you. That means a lot for women's golf. Absolutely. Well, we'll get straight into the first question here. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Yeah, so I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm not too close to California where I ended up for school. Um, Uh However, I got into golf kind of because of my dad. He played um, when I was growing up. He was a stay-at-home dad. Um, He would take me out there. And I mean, he didn't have any expectations for getting me into the game. I don't think junior women's golf was super, super prevalent back then. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was super interested. And I grabbed one of his clubs one day. And apparently I swung it and had a pretty natural swing. And he was like, well, well, shoot, like, this is cool. Yeah, we got Um, something here. (laughs) So um, we got lessons from then on. And (laughs) <laughs> just been nothing but nothing but golf since yeah and I mean it's probably one of the best sports you can play especially with you know in college and everything like that um and it's great that you know you're able to spend some time with your dad too growing up and I'm sure to this day you, you, know, you guys are able to kind of get out there still um but yeah it's pretty special to have um and just kind of talk about as you grew up a little bit you know where'd you go to high school in Texas kind of what kind of golfer were you where you were in high school yeah. So, um, like you said, I did have a golf gave me a great relationship with my dad. And to this day, we have a great relationship and we spend a lot of time together on and off the golf course. And he watches me in almost every tournament. That's awesome. Um, so that's awesome. Um, so growing up, I played pretty much since I was four years old. Um, so I started competing when I was like six and I mean, you know, uh, however, how much competition a six year old can, can play in. <laughs> but yeah, once yeah. I, once I got past the age of 12, I started playing in AJGAs, um, yeah. And for me, that was a great intro into the game of golf. Um, oh, yeah. And just the activities, the the friends I made, I think that was just really important for me to find the love of ga- the game, not just mm-hmm. the golf part, but the other aspects, too. Yeah. Um, in high school, I played, at, I was lucky enough to play at a really competitive high school um, for golf. We had, um, my senior year, we had five girls who went Division One. Oh, no um, kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So This is serious. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. It, it was basically like a college team, which is, which is great experience. Um, before coming to Stanford, um, we were really high ranked. We won state three years in a row. Um, Watch yeah. out. Watch <laughs> out. <laughs> and it was just super fun. Um, I think a lot of girls don't get that experience because high school golf is something that not a lot right. of schools have. Um, and in Texas, high school golf is a big thing. Um, so usually the tournaments were like competing in another AJGA. Um, and I think that's great to, to have. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing, especially playing. I mean, if you can play in AGGAs, that's amazing, but let alone have a competitive high school, because I mean, you know, like you said, you know, there's some times where, you know, high school is just kind of like a lot of people don't really care about it. And a lot of people sometimes on the teams are just there just to be there. Like it's just not there for the same reasons. Um, But, you know, it seems like you had a lot of competitors on your team. Five girls go to division one. I mean, that's, that's intense for sure. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you had a you know very successful kind of junior career. Um, you know, just kind of talk about the recruiting process a little bit. Um, you know, I know there was probably a lot going on playing in those AJGAs, and you know, you had a lot of success and everything. Just kind of talk about the recruiting process and when did you start it? Did you start it pretty early on, or was it kind of you know a late bloomer a little bit? Yeah, so I was lucky enough to have some success pretty early. Um, mm-hmm. about in my later years of middle school, eighth grade. Um, it's pretty much when I started my recruiting process, which seems kind of insane to look back now um, because I know the, the NCAA has changed its rules um, about when we could talk to colleges and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of always imagined myself staying in Texas. Um, I'm a yeah. Texan girl. I'm very close with my family. Uh-huh. Um, and so for a while, I was pretty set on A&M. Okay, um, yeah. I was very near committing there. Uh-huh. Um, however, there were some coaching changes, some players that didn't go there as expected. Gotcha. Um, and then I started to play um, a little bit better and I got mm-hmm. colleges reach. I had colleges reach out to me like Stanford, um, Wake Forest, stuff like that. And oh, I was like, wow. well, okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so if I can, if I can use my um, golf abilities to get me into school like this, why not oh, yeah. take advantage of it? Mm-hmm. Um, so once I kind of talked to Stanford, I was set. I mean, Stanford, you get me, they have, we have everything. It's, it's a, it's an amazing place to be. Um, and I knew that from a junior too. Yeah. Um, so I just had to get my SAT scores in um, yeah. and I was able to commit and kind of from there, it released all the stress. I was able to play pretty decent my junior and senior year and get into some big tournaments. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought, I mean, for me, it went pretty smoothly. Um, yeah. I know it's a really, it's a really tough process. It's, it's stressful. Um, and it's nice to be um, kind of into a college your senior year when everyone else is applying. Absolutely. When it's like, you know, you're pretty set on a place that you're going to be playing at, you know, you don't have to go through the stress of, like scrambling, like, oh my gosh, where am I going to play at next year? Like, am I even going to play college golf? Like what's going on? Um, but no, that, especially with your, all your success, I mean, you had numerous wins, you know, at the junior level, AJGA level, and also, you know, you competed on a national level. Um, you know, a couple of terms I just want to touch on a little bit are the 2019 junior Solheim cup. Um, I mean, that's, I've had a couple gals that have played in junior Solheim cups and it's just an amazing, I bet I've just heard it's an amazing experience. Um, and then also we'll, we'll touch on the, um, 2021 Augusta national women's amateur after, which is a huge event as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not to overlook anything else you've done before. I mean, you've competed in us women's ams when you were really young and, you know, a lot of AJG, you know, AJG, uh, wins and stuff, but we, you know, I, we could talk for hours with that <laughs> stuff, but, um, I just kind of want to hear about the junior Solheim cup a little bit. Um, it was played in Scotland that year. Um, and you get ultimately came out on top winning the U S um, just kind of take us through that week a little bit. And what was it like? Yeah. So junior Solheim cup will probably remain one of the best weeks of my life for the rest yeah. of my life. Uh-huh. Um, it, it just, it was an experience like another, no other, I had 12 girls on my team, two of my actual Stanford teammates right now. Rose yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Rachel being my best friend, um, mm-hmm. it was just a really cool experience. I was really close with these 12 girls and the ability to go to Scotland, um, play some Scottish golf, which I had never done yeah. and compete, compete for the, for the U S title was so special. I mean, just uh, the memories I made that week, the, the opening ceremonies, the court, the play, the moment we won, mm-hmm. like getting to go to the actual Solheim cup after like, yeah. it's, it was truly a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, to even be on that team is, you know, is an honor and that's a huge accomplishment and to go out and then win and then just kind of everything that comes along with it, you know, meeting all the pros at, you know, Solheim cup. And I mean, I bet that was just, you know, like you said, that's a week you're never going to forget. And that's 
pretty cool that you're able to play, you know, with Rose Zing and Rachel Heck that, you know, that you are really close, you know, just kind of doing my research and everything, um, you know, was, I just gotta, I have to ask, you know, Rachel Heck, was that kind of an influence on going to Stanford at all? Or was it kind of like, you know, you wanted, you wanted to go to Stanford because you wanted to go there? Yeah, I think it definitely had influence. I mean, yeah, it, oh, going to your, going to your yeah. dream school with your best friend. I mean, that sounds pretty perfect to me. Absolutely. Um, but of course, I mean, of course I had, I had plenty of schools to look at, um, on my own and mm -hmm. she did too. Mm -hmm. And she made the decision earlier than I did. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was able to tell me all the great things about Stanford. And I, I think, I think I definitely made the right choice and she's yeah. actually my roommate now. Um, awesome. That's great. Yeah. And so I we're, I'm extremely lucky and it's just been a lot of fun. Couldn't have had it any better, but uh, no. also, but we'll, we'll get back to the Solheim Cup. I just had to yeah. ask that though. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, to play in Scotland like that, I mean, and to me, that's a totally another kind of golf. I mean, I'm sure they take golf very serious over there. Um, you know, what were the fans like watching and stuff or were there, did they, they were able to have fans cause it wasn't, you know, wasn't COVID, mm -hmm. wasn't COVID yet. So, yeah. um, but I've heard that, you know, the fans can be a little interesting sometimes when you're at their home turf, um, kind of what were the fans like? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, there were actually more fans than I was expecting to actually come watch us. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And I, it was cool because I think some schools came out with little kids. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And my thoughts would be that they would be rooting solely for Europeans. Like, right. and of course they were, but mm -hmm. they would also cheer for us when we had, we had a good shot. The kids were extremely excited to get our signatures from the USA girls. That's so um, cool. Which I thought, yeah, which I thought was super cool. Um, but in regards to the actual Soham Cup, that was... Mm -hmm like just chaotic like the first I was sitting on the first tee box while uh -huh. they teed off and I mean they had the chance going and of course it's a majority of the people were um mm -hmm. Europeans because it was held in Europe of course um and but you had your, your you had your U.S. fans as well and I think I don't think it was anything inappropriate just good a good yeah. battle um, yeah absolutely good fun um, yeah. as anyone who's watched a Ryder Cup or a Solheim Cup it's mm -hmm. it gets insane but it's 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 one of the highest points in golf you could you could ever be at absolutely when well, it's kind of cool because you know obviously you play it on a couple different team stuff you know um but i mean golf is a very individual sport and to play on a team aspect like the junior solheim cup is um you know that's just really really impressive um just i've heard so many stories from you know people i've had on and it's just like that's just got to be amazing. And especially to come out and win. I mean, what was mm -hmm. that winning feeling like, you know, just with all the ladies and just the, tr I'm sure, you know, just kind of after everything and just all the after stuff that happens, I'm sure it was a just big party. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Cause I mean, the last day we got pretty close during singles. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we all happened to be on the 18th hole. Um, a couple other matches were on the course still. Um, mm -hmm. but the girl who clinched the mat or the, the championship yeah we were able to watch her putt and we all ran out into the green there's some really awesome pictures from that moment um, oh yeah and oh, it, yeah. I just it, I just get chills thinking about it um and yeah just like the celebration the all the hard work that's led up to it and the girls being so close just made the win even better like it, yeah. you're winning with 12 of your best friends and that's just super special and then going to go getting to go to the Solheim when everyone's knowing you've won it's oh yeah it's pretty special mm -hmm. oh yeah it's just kind of <laughs> like you know walking around like not with your you know chest pumped up you know but it's <laughs> a, it's definitely a little better feeling I'm sure oh yeah um, for sure <laughs> what were the nerves like kind of that week were were you nervous at all throughout the week or was it I mean you've played in some insanely competitive tournaments already I'm sure or was it just kind of a breeze for you yeah I think it's I think I had different nerves that week I think uh -huh. when you're playing for a team 
yeah. it, you don't feel it as much yourself as much as like, oh, I want to play good for my team. I get you. Um, which is a, very similar to what I'm feeling now um, mm-hmm. while I'm playing with Stanford. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also different with like the match play components and you having a partner, like you, you are able to rely on someone mm-hmm. um, and stroke play doesn't matter. And that's not something I'm completely used to because I have played a lot of stroke play and right. Europeans have played a lot of match play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was, yeah, just, it was different than a, the typical tournament that I would have but I think they were more like excitement nerves and just the drive to do well and just have fun was was intense yeah oh, I bet yeah that's <laughs> it just and being able to play for your team is you know that's an amazing thing and like you said I mean it's kind of a you know a different mindset because like you said you're so used to playing the stroke play and individually and stuff but um you know it's great to kind of get that taste of what team golf's going to be like because I mean obviously you're playing at Stanford now and right you know that's the way you're playing now um, but yeah, it's just a really, really huge applause for playing in that tournament and coming out and winning. You know, it's just huge respects. So, um, you know, yeah, just kind of, it just goes to show that you can definitely play some golf. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, then the next tournament that I was just really curious about, um, you know, I've had a couple guests on that I've played in the Augusta National Women's Am, but, um, you know, I've never actually touched on it. Um, you know, you played in the 2021 edition of it just kind of talk about what it meant to qualify for that tournament and, you know, go to Augusta national. That is just, you know, has a different aura about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure just kind of take yeah. us to that week. I just, I remember when Augusta announced that this tournament was going to be out, I just absolutely yeah. knew it. I, that I had to play this tournament. I had to qualify for it. And mm-hmm. when I watched Maria Fossey and Jennifer Cupcho battle the first year, I was oh, even yeah. more, it was even, I had an even bigger drive to go play in it. And then when I was able to qualify, I, the, I mean, opening the green letter, it was, I mean, it's yeah. just something you won't ever forget. And um, leading up to it, I think it was just so much excitement about, oh my gosh, I actually get to go to Augusta National. Like I get to compete with the top in the world. Like mm-hmm. it was just, it was one of the biggest tournaments I've ever played in. And I was part of something that was just beginning to like grow women's golf. And I thought that was a really, really fun aspect of it too. Um, I would say my nerves were pretty high at yeah. that tournament. I... <laughs> Did not play my best golf. That is, yeah, for well, that's sure. all right. It happens, um, right? And but I, I, I don't remember necessarily that about the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the, the, the like going down um, Magnolia Lane. Oh yeah. Um, getting to see the course for the first time and just like getting to play it and comparing the shots that you've seen on TV mm-hmm. um, with the shots you're hitting. And I was able to play the practice round without actually having to practice because I didn't make the cut. Gotcha. So I just got to play for fun. Mm-hmm. I just got yeah. to enjoy Augusta National with some some of my friends mm-hmm. um, and my dad on the bag. And I just, it was a truly amazing experience when people say like Augusta has the aura, it does. It's yeah. like the serenity. It's just so peaceful, calm. There's not one weed that you will ever find. <laughs> and the stories that go along with it are great too. Especially to have your dad on the bag like that. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's a memory that, you know, that you guys can just both think about together and just kind of play it back in your mind so many times that I'm sure you have so many other memories that you can too, mm-hmm. but just to kind of think where it all started and then there, there you guys are right there kind of right. at Augusta National. I mean, that's just, that's just so special. You know, I think it it's so amazing that then even the first year they had it, I remember watching on TV and I'm just like, this is amazing. Like I love watching this. And then, you know, to go out there and yourself to go out there compete, it's a intense field in which, you know, I'm sure you're used to with every, you know, tournament you played basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
it, it you know you didn't play you you know you didn't play the way you wanted to but that's just how golf is mm-hmm. um, but still it, it's just a huge huge you know accomplishment to just be in that tournament so um you know like I said I don't want I didn't want to overlook everything I'm like <laughs> thinking about okay what okay should I pick this and pick this from like she has so many like it just made it difficult on me so I picked those two I thought they would be pretty good experiences to talk about but um those yeah, are definitely two good picks <laughs> good good I'm glad I'm glad I'm good okay um so we talked a little bit about you know you you committed to Stanford kind of you know earlier on in your high school career so you're able to kind of not worry about where you had to play after that um and I know we talked a little bit about Stanford and that you know Rachel Heck was going there and um obviously that was you know might have been a you know a little bit of an influence as well but um was there something like particular about Stanford that really drew you there? Yeah I think I during my high school kind of career I Mm -hmm. definitely had got more focused in school mm-hmm. I started to really enjoy it I, and I I started to really see the positive aspects of getting an amazing degree would be yeah. um my mom's a doctor she has huge influence on um just has, she's been such a role model to me and I just being able to get a degree like Stanford it was mm-hmm. and and simultaneously play golf um, yeah. for one of the best schools um in the world um it was it was an easy decision I'm not gonna lie yeah um and then I mean we have endless resources here we um the campus itself is just absolutely jaw-dropping it's so fun to be a part of it's massive too it's it's massive um the bike rides are not fun all the time (laughs) (laughs) that's cool though that's cool though to be able to ride your bike around like that you know yeah it's pretty cool yeah i mean i'm a normal student it's it's very very humbling um because i'm a part of a community that has so many people that are just intelligent and yeah. expertises and every anything they do whether it be art music stem athlete it's yeah it's just it's crazy how many people here here are just absolutely incredible yeah when it's like i remember when i was in high school i took this class and we took a visit there and it was like like i thought oh my gosh is every college like this this is huge like but that's just it, i mean everything that comes along with being you know just a golfer at stanford let alone in at you know a um you know, being just, just a regular student there is, is mm-hmm. amazing. And like you said, with mm-hmm. everybody that you could be going to school with people that could change this world and you could be somebody that could change this. Right. World. It's exactly. Like, it's just crazy to think like that. Um, you know, what, are, how have the academics been like, you know, what's your major at Stanford? I, I'm really curious about this. Yeah. So I'm, we have a major called science, technology, and society. Um, okay. and I'm going to do a track in communications and media. I'm extremely interested in like the social media journalism, and I want to just yeah. do something with sports. Yeah. Um, cause I love sports. Um, yeah. I would say the academics it's, it's hard. I mean, yeah. all college is hard, especially being a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this week has been incredibly hard, um, just yeah. because we've had so much golf and so much school and we're ending the quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot, but I, I like it. Um, I think a designated schedule each day keeps yeah. me extremely focused. I don't mm-hmm. have time to procrastinate anything and I think I'm getting the best out of my college career um and for the academics themselves I think as long as you're keeping up with your stuff it's not insanely hard I mean yeah they they the hardest part about getting into Stanford is getting in yeah um and then once you're in they're not going to let you fail um to their best ability um and I think it's a really I I personally think it's extremely good way of teaching um the way they do it's very innovative Um, okay yeah I think it's we're able to retain knowledge a lot better than maybe I even did in high school. And I think um, going to a education, a highly educated um, place like Stanford has Uh kind of opened my eyes to this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I bet it's just, 
I mean, I, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, it's like Stanford University, it'd be just intimidating, like, <laughs> okay, you know, but I mean, that's great to hear that once you get in, you know, I feel like, you know, the SAT scores probably got to be through the roof. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't just have like a three, five or anything like GPA going in, no. I bet. Um, you know, that's pretty intense stuff, but you know, hats off to you. You know, it's very intense just to be a student there, let alone be, you know, a student athlete there balancing all the golf, like, you know, you ladies play. I mean, the division mm-hmm. one schedule is intense. Yeah, it's um, intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, it's, it, it's great to have the structure, like you said, because then, you know, you kind of have a routine and, you know, you may not get you know, as far behind or get behind ever. So that's great. Um, but, you know, you're pretty early on in your college career. Um, you're currently in your sophomore year. Just kind of talk about your freshman year. What was it like making that transition going from, you know, just both academics and, you know, the golf side of it? I know you played very competitively golf wise, but I mean, we're talking about Stanford University here. Right. Uh, I would say my experience is a little different than most since okay. I was actually not able to um, go to school in the fall um, uh-huh. because yeah. of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Stanford had some very intense protocols um, and therefore the we none of us were on campus. Um, so yeah. we were doing school um, online. We didn't we weren't able to have a fall season at all. We weren't yeah. practicing with the team. I didn't know my teammates. I knew them over Zoom right. um, for the most part, besides the ones that I had known previously. Mm-hmm. And I think that was extremely hard for me because coming out of high school, I didn't get a great ending because of COVID as well. Of course, um, and yeah. there was never like this transition from high school to college. Um, and then when I moved in, in February, um, mm-hmm. it, we just hit the ground running. Like I had no time to worry about, I thought I was in college. It, I, yeah. I was going to play golf and that was it. Like yeah. I, we had tournament after tournament and I, I just enjoyed it. I mean, I was back in competitive golf. I couldn't, couldn't be more happy. And I think as the season kind of slowed down, I kind of realized I was like, okay, wow, I'm like in college, like I'm a student, <laughs> I have all these things going on. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed it. And I think this year has been an even better experience. Um, I mean, last year we ended great. We had, we made it to nationals, had a great run oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, also an experience I'll never forget. And mm-hmm. we're doing, doing pretty good this season as well. Um, yeah. So it's just exciting to go forward. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolanado is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says, they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or a green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, yeah, like you said, just, I mean, you guys hit the ground running. It was no like, all right, I'm going to get to school a month early, get settled in. It's like, no, no, it's like straight away. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's intense stuff. Um, but, you know, it seems I have a, just a couple stats here. Um, you know, you seem to do pretty well your freshman year, your scoring average ended with 72.92. Um, you had one, one win, um, top 10 finishes. You had four of them and you're also WGCA All-American Scholar, um, Pac-12 Academic Honor Roll. I mean, you definitely took care of business, you know, outside of the golf, that's for sure. And you also did as well in golf. I mean, having a scoring average of 72.92, I feel like is pretty good going into your freshman year, um, 
you know, that I feel like you just really, really got there and you just took care of business. I mean, that's great. Like you kind of said, you were enjoying it. You were back playing competitive golf, kind of back to what you're used to. And, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive to do that. You know, I know of a lot of people that say, you know, it was a, it was a big transition and, you know, it, it was a transition for you, but it's like, you know, you didn't go out there and just like, you know, shoot high numbers, really, mm-hmm. you know, you kept a scoring average of 72.92. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That is very impressive. Um, and you also competed in, in the nationals, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of talk about that a little bit. I wanted to hear about that, you know, being a freshman and you're like, you know, I'm in college now and everything. And then it's like, okay, we're at nationals now, like competing for national championship. Uh, just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So I was pretty satisfied with the the tournaments I had coming in. I didn't have huge expectations just because of how the circumstances were and just kind of how chaotic it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I just, I had a ton of growth last year, um, even into this year um, in my golf, in my mind, kind of, it just kind of all started to click together um, because of the, the people I have here, um, coaches, teammates, everything. Mm-hmm. So going to nationals, I think I was playing probably some of the top of my golf um, that I've kind of ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the course I played, I played Thunderbird in my, um, junior career, um, yeah. oh, okay, great. at Greyhawk. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I, I knew the course, um, it's a really, it's a really special spot. I just have great memories there. And I, I, I really love desert golf, um, which is kind of weird for a Texan girl, but <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do like Texan, or I do like uh, desert golf, um, just how it looks and yeah, just the week. It was like so cool to prepare for a national championship like I've always watched them on tv I've seen all these teams compete and now I was a part of that yeah you were um, on tv now <laughs> yeah I was on tv now which was kind of strange um <laughs> and then yeah we played extremely well in stroke play um won that um yeah and that was a cool experience but that's not the point of the tournament anymore the, ter- the point of the tournament is to finish top number one um seed in match play and yeah we went into the first match and like I said, I, I don't have a ton of experience in match play. Um, I think I, I, I think we all gave it our best. Um, Mm -hmm. and we did unfortunately lose to Arizona in the first match. Um, Uh but I mean, overall, I mean, the experience we had just watching each other finish down the last hole rooting for each other. Like it was, I don't remember like losing the match. I just remember everything else that came with it. Yeah. Well, and it's great that you had that kind of experience early on. And then, I mean, yeah, you know, you lost in the first match, but it's probably like, you know, you were at nationals. You're like, okay, you know, I want to get back to here. You know, we want right, to come exactly. back. We want to win. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great to, and like you said, it's great that, you know, you don't even really remember losing. You just remember cheering your teammates on coming down the stretch. Um, and it, it, it's just amazing. And to play on TV, I mean, what, <laughs> what was it like seeing the camera? Like, was it like cameras visual? Like, Oh my God, there's a camera there. Or was it just like, all right, like, let's just go out here and, t- you know, take care of business. Yeah, no, they were definitely visual. I think I'm, I've had like maybe one or two chances to play on tv so i had uh-huh. a ton of experience with it i mean yeah it's kind of like daunting when you see the big microphones and everything you're like, well, <laughs> shoot i can't say anything yeah you're like what is <laughs> but, that <laughs> yeah, i'm like hmm that seems like it would pick up a lot um but no i mean it i think it's extremely um helpful because i mean that's that's what golf is i mean if you if you play at the pro level that you're going to see cameras all the time and oh, yeah. even at tournaments like that nationals um the women's amateur i mean it's got to be something that becomes normal and becomes kind of a background um some uh, background noise that you just kind of got to ignore um mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think it was cool i think going back to watch it was was fun i think that was a cool experience um yeah. having people text me and saying oh i saw you on tv like <laughs> that, that was cool um oh yeah but yeah 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 that's got to be something you're just like 
I don't know. I feel like I'd just be like starstruck, like, oh my God, that's me on TV. Like what? <laughs> but no, that's, it's amazing stuff. And, you know, you guys are off to a pretty good start. You know, you're ranked number one right now. Um, you know, you guys are tearing it up. Um, you know, I just kind of want to talk about a little bit is the team that Stanford has, you know, they've always been known to have great programs, both men and women. Um, but the team is extremely talented with players like yourself, Rachel Heck, Rosang, and so many more on the team. Um, you know, what's it like, you know, not only competing and going to tournaments, playing against other people, but I mean, during qualifying and when it's like fighting for spots, I mean, what, what's that like? Yeah, it's incredible. I, I don't think there's been many teams like the one that we have now. It's pretty special um, yeah. with the amount of talent that we have. Yeah. Um, and what's probably the best part is not even the talent. It's the, how good we get, like how well we get along. I mean, oh, yeah. it could become extremely toxic with a team that is consi- like, consistently fighting for those mm-hmm. last two or three spots like that's that's intense stuff um mm-hmm. and we i mean we are very competitive people and we want we want to be on that team at nationals yeah um but i haven't seen this affect our team chemistry at all i think um we all respect each other as great players and we expect respect each other as people and after the tournament the qualifying's done we're we're back to being best friends and i think that's extremely important um to having a team um and that drives you forward um yeah to to win I mean, it, I feel like it's not as valued, um, for a lot Mm of teams. Um, but this one, it is, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm extremely thankful for that because golf is, it's more than just golf. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot bigger things than golf. I mean, just to play for, of course, you know, you want to play, you know, for your name and everything, but you're also like, you want to play for the gal that's standing next to you. I mean, you want the best for her as well. And you know, you want to play the best you can for your team because, I mean, that's what, at the end of the day, having that tight knit team is kind of, you know, what makes it really important and the depth that you ladies have. And also you guys are so young. Like I'm looking through the <laughs> roster and I'm like, freshman, sophomore, sophomore, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to be good for a long time. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's pretty amazing. And I'm really excited to see how you ladies fin- not only finish out, you know, the rest of this semester, but also just the years to come. Um, you know, it, it's just amazing stuff. Um, but I mean, since, you know, you're in your sophomore year, you know, do you have any goals for yourself, maybe just for, you know, the remainder of this year or maybe the remainder of your college career at Stanford? Yeah. Um, I think just to continue playing well, I mean, I, I just want to keep going upwards. I mean, (laughs) that way, (laughs) that way, upwards. Um, and I realized there's going to be the highs, the lows. Um, and I really just want to come out of Stanford, um, a changed person, a changed golfer. I think it's already happened. Um, I've become a lot more mature in my game. Um, and I'm extremely thankful for that because I was extremely hot headed before I came here. Um, and I think it's just humbled me a lot and I'm able to be a lot more calm on the course and, and have a better mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's led to better golf. And I think that's just something that I cherish. Mm -hmm. Um, but for after college, um, I've yeah. grown up wanting to play pro and I would be mad at myself if I didn't give it a shot. Uh-huh. Um, I know it's a tough life. I've been told by many, many people, many friends. Um, yeah. But it's it's what I've dreamed of my whole life. And I believe that if I put my put my hardest work into it and and believe in myself, then I can I can make it. 
Yeah. When I mean, you're at the right place, you know, it seems Mm -hmm. to, you know, to become a better player not that you're, you know, you're an amazing player already, but I mean, to kind of get you prepared for that, you know, after college and everything, I mean, they've produced a lot of great players and they will continue to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, yeah, it's great. The competition that you have within the team and qualifying also the competition within tournaments and everything that just comes along, you know, being a golfer at Stanford, it's just, if you come out of Stanford, not a better golfer, then you just didn't do something right. Right. A hundred percent. I think just like, like you said, just the competition and qualifying, being able to watch the two best players in the world practice right in front of me. Like, oh yeah. How, how could you not like just be incredibly thankful that that's happening, man? We get to learn from each other. Um, mm-hmm. I get to watch what makes them that much better. Um, what makes them win these tournaments and I think it's so special to watch because I'm so proud of them all like it's not just about me I've learned like I've learned how to play it an individual sport as a team one and Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool because I never thought that would be necessarily possible absolutely when it's great that you know you know Rachel Heck being one of the you know best lady golfers out and she's your roommate I mean Mm -hmm. that's pretty good too and you guys are best friends um also yeah I like to have Rosane and stuff but I mean there's also you know a lot of great players too on the rest Mm -hmm. of the team and uh you know it's just it's great it's great that you're able to surround yourself around those kind of ladies because I mean to learn from them like you said I mean it's just you know it's it's really valuable stuff really valuable Mm -hmm. stuff so um but yeah it's just I'm really excited not only for the remainder of this semester but just all the years to come for you I think it's going to be really exciting and um you know you just continue to put the work in and just grind it out um there's gonna be highs and lows but you know you're you're more than capable capable of doing it so well thank you I appreciate that absolutely um we're heading on to the next section of the show I just like to call the ham and egg section um just some for fun questions uh, you know, kind of change, uh, you know, the, the shift, the mood a little bit to kind of a little more laid back here. Um, you know, the first one here is, I mean, we talked a little bit about nerves and being on the golf course. Um, is there kind of any moment that you can really pinpoint where you were the most nervous on the golf course? And I mean, whenever you do get nervous, is there something that you do to kind of keep yourself calm? Yeah, I think I had kind of a point last year um, Mm -hmm. where golf became real in college. Like I said, after stuff started to slow down, we we started in Pac-12s and regionals. And I was like, oh, my God, like we're I mean, this is like this is it. We're in postseason. Yeah, this is what I've always dreamed about. um, And I'm playing. Um, And I think I had a mindset that necessarily wasn't helping me. I was extremely I had really high expectations. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when those expectations didn't become reality, I was very negative about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think going into some of those tournaments, I was very nervous. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'm just, that's, that's how I have always played. I've played with nerves mm-hmm. um, and I've struggled with it and I've overcome it and all of the above I've worked on it mm-hmm. um, to overcome them. I've done a lot of breathing. Um, yeah. I, I do talk to myself on the course. So well, anyone hey, watching me, to. we'll see. You got to. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a mental game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if oh, you yeah. don't stay calm, you're you're very likely to spiral. Um, Absolutely. And so I think just having to deal with those nerves has led me this year and last year even to learn how to deal with them um, mm-hmm. and learn how to not only like overcome them but also use them to my advantage just yeah. knowing that okay I'm nervous because I care I'm nervous because I want to be here so mm-hmm. be here like just play absolutely when it's like you know you talk about being you know hot-headed and stuff whenever you were younger and everything I mean that's just like I feel like a lot if 
if you want if you want to play college golf and you have a certain expectation of where you want your game to be at um you know i think sometimes a lot of people get caught up in like you have to play like perfect golf all the time Mm -hmm. um so i kind of understand what you're saying because i i feel like that's how i mean i played division two golf i'm not talking about going to Stanford or anything but i was like put a lot of pressure on myself like so i can totally relate to what you're saying and i feel like that's something that a lot of people kind of struggle with and that's great that you've been able to you know, learn and kind of get past that and use it to your advantage. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And, you know, being able to play with nerves is also good too, because whenever you're under the gun, you, you, know, you go out there and you perform. So, right. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's, man, that's great stuff, but it's, yeah. I'm just really curious on how people kind of, you know, calm themselves down. I think breathing is one of the best things to do mm-hmm. um, and to talk to yourself too. I mean, who cares if, you know, people yeah. see watch you and you're talking to yourself. I mean, you're sometimes you're your worst enemy out there. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. you've got, to, it's a huge mental thing. So I'm glad you brought that up that you talk to yourself because yeah. you know, it's normal. And I mean, yeah, like it's, it's hard to look at a bunch of girls and think, Oh, they're not like they're I, I don't see them struggling. I don't see them nervous. I don't see them talking to themselves, but I, there are a lot more girls than you would think mm-hmm. who or and guys who do struggle with this. And I think that's extremely like, helpful to me because I'm not the only one we all go through it um yeah and yeah absolutely um next question I have for you um obviously golf is full of ups and downs um there's a lot of high points and a lot of low points and it can be very frustrating yet rewarding at times um you know like I'll bring it back to kind of like you said you've matured a little bit and kind of enjoyed golf more um is there a reason why you play golf now is there kind of something that you really cherish or appreciate the most about the game of golf yeah I've I've thought about this a lot and I can't exactly put my finger on why I love it I just yeah I just love it like I I and seriously I just I love practice I I absolutely love competition like that Mm -hmm. is definitely one of the things that got me into the sport because I'm a very competitive person and I love just being in the moment and competing um it's it's like my, it's my break from everything. Like if I want to, if I, if I'm struggling in a day, if I'm have a test that I'm stressed about something else in my life that's stressing me out, I, I practice like that's yeah. my, that's my outlet. Absolutely. Um, and it's just very calming. It's, there's no distractions. You're just focused. Um, it's the challenge of getting better. I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, I just love all aspects of it. Absolutely. Well, and you can play golf forever too, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, being able to have it as an outlet is a huge thing too. I mean, that's, you know, things can get stressful. I couldn't imagine being it. I could <laughs> never want to be a student at Stanford, but I mean, that's, it's just amazing that, you know, you're able to have that and go to you know, your own facilities and stuff. I mean, those mm-hmm. are, I've never seen them in person, but boy, do they look spectacular in pictures. They're incredible. Yeah. yeah we are yeah. extremely lucky. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing stuff. But yeah, it's just interesting to kind of hear, um, you know, what, because there's so many things that kind of go along with golf. And like I said, it can be very frustrating. And a lot of people I know growing up, people ask me, why do you play golf? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's just like a, like my life, you know, like mm-hmm. you just love it. And it's just a way of life. You know, you make friends through people and, you know, you learn so much about yourself through the game of golf. And, um, you know, I think it's just really interesting to kind of see and hear, you know, you, talk about how you were as a kid and now you kind of you know matured and now you're you know you're at where you're at I think it's just amazing to hear your story I really love it <laughs> thank um, you yeah um so obviously you were a junior golfer at one point and you know there was a lot of expectations and you really wanted to play college golf and everything like that um do you have maybe any any advice for junior golfers that are really you know looking to better their chances at getting recruited or helping with the recruiting process 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, like I said, I was lucky to find success pretty early and this is not going to happen for everyone. Um, So I can't say win a tournament or something because that's, that's not everyone's. And I mean, I didn't, I had, I had very many times, I had lots of times where I just, I was in this whole thinking I, I would never play college golf. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think once I stopped focusing so much on the golf part of it Mm -hmm. um, and realizing that what coaches want to see, like, they sure they're looking at your swing, they're looking at your score, but they're looking at how you manage yourself, how you manage your game um, mm-hmm. and how you interact with people. Yeah. Um, I think it's super easy to get caught up in your golf and be upset and not realize that there's people watching, but there are people watching yeah. um, and people do talk. Um, and that's something that I've learned because like <laughs> I was, I was a little feisty. Um, and that, that was something that, that was something that coaches knew about me. Um, but I was, I was able to enough to like kind of calm myself. Um, and I think just for, just in the recruiting process, just, just be yourself. You, you got to build relationships with these coaches. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's so important because they really want to see who you are. They don't want to see who you are on the golf course, because that could be completely different than the person you are off the golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of away from your parents. I think that's kind of been a, a big thing recently yeah. in my whole life it's the parents of the better involved the mm-hmm. coaches don't necessarily want to see that mm-hmm. um so yeah i i who am i to say what works works best for recruiting mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it's just it's you got to keep it simple you got to be a good person mm-hmm. you got to go have fun playing golf and if your success uh, brings you to a college that of your dreams then that's awesome um but there yeah. are a lot of colleges that um want great players and yeah yeah, oh, I'm I'm glad you said that because I mean, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, they'll find good golf, and it's like, well, okay, come on, like that might not be the case all the time. So I'm glad that you brought that up, especially what you're like off the golf course and where what you're like away from your parents, because you know, obviously, you go to college unless you know you you know you went somewhere close to home, but I mean, right. you're you're not, you're in a totally different state, mm-hmm. and um, so I mean, you could be totally different whenever you're away from your parents. I think right. That's great advice. I, I haven't had anybody bring that up yet. So I'm glad you brought that, brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we talked about the resources that Stanford has from practice facilities to the schedules you ladies play and, you know, to have just, you know, whatever you need, basically, mm-hmm. um, you know, is there a resource that you really value or something that you just really appreciate about the program? I would say I really value my coaches. Um, I think having these figures in my life that I'm away from my parents I mean they're the closest parents I have here exactly Um, and they have both like influenced me on the golf course and off and I think that's extremely important because they are two people that I can talk to whenever I need them Mm -hmm. um but they are also two people that have helped me grow my game in in ways that I wouldn't have never imagined um so those those people are really special to me um they're incredible coaches um just to watch them they're both very passionate about what they do. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. And your college golf journey is having Mm -hmm. good coaches. Um, And obviously like our practice facilities is a huge resource. Um, I was lucky enough to grow up with a golf course. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also did have good resources, but this, I mean, our training facilities, unlike anything else, um, it's like my happy place. (laughs) Yeah. It's a whole other (laughs) level. It's a whole other level. Yeah. And it's great that, you know, to have resources growing up is great and everything like that too. But I mean, everything that Stanford has, I just, like I said, you know, I've seen only pictures and some talk about the facilities and it's just amazing. I mean, it's, 
it's great and that's great that it's like your happy place because you go mm-hmm. there and you're just like you know you're just continuously getting better and um uh, it's that's great stuff it's great i mean i'm really interested because there's so much that that programs like stanford bring and um i'm glad you talked about your coaches and that you brought up like they're the closest thing to you know to your parents i mean they're kind of you know the the parent figures whenever you're at school and everything and they'll do anything for you and you also got to do your part as well so right exactly um, i'm sure they're not afraid to call you out on some stuff absolutely too, not okay. yeah yeah but that's good to have that's good to have <laughs> of course yeah no it, it's very important absolutely um we talked a little bit about the nerves on the golf course and you know you've played in some amazing tournaments we've touched you know briefly on some of them um, you know, is there a moment that you'll just never forget that you've kind of experienced, you know, playing golf? It can be either, you know, in competition or just, you know, for fun round with your dad or something. Yeah, that's a hard one. I, there's so many things that I remember and just like we've yeah. talked about Solheim, yeah, Nationals, yeah. Augusta, I mean, all combined just are amazing, but I think in general, I just will never forget like the times that I had with my dad. I mean, yeah. it was so fun. We, constantly argued but I mean it was so fun like that's how <laughs> that we like we fed off each other he was yeah. I mean he was like basically a brother like I, I just we would go after each other mm-hmm. um we'd play against each other I love to beat him in everything possible and he's the same way <laughs> everything um, possible yes everything possible um and we were just so competitive and I just I'm so thankful for that to have that relationship with my dad um and I know that's not a specific moment um, and I could probably name many moments with my dad that I've had. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, just, and I think it's extremely special too, because when, once I've been here for a while uh-huh. um, and I don't see him, yeah. getting to see him is like extremely special. Uh, both of my parents, it's just, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's funny that you brought that up because um, you know, there's definitely moments I, I, I graduated and that's all past. And it's like, you know, I'm away from my parents too. And there's moments where it's just like, man, I wish I would have enjoyed that more when mm-hmm. I was like in the moment. And, um, but it's great that, like you said, whenever you see him now, it's more of like a, like a, it, it means something. Mm-hmm. It means a little bit more. And, uh, you know, whenever, you know, fighting with the dad and kind of feeding <laughs> off each other, it's all part of the process of growing mm-hmm. up and stuff. So, um, I've been there as well. You know, there's a lot <laughs> of talks. It's interesting to see things kind of come full circle, um, you know, where, you know, immature at the beginning and now that you you grow more as a person you're just like wow I can't believe I was like that so (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah I totally get you I totally get you and um, you know I'm sure he's you know gonna listen to this and just really think really think you know all the memories that you two have had together and also your mom as well I'm sure they both Mm -hmm. miss you dearly so um no it's very touching for you to bring that up um we're heading to the last question here um there's a lot of people that you know have supported you through your golf career and continue to um and I'm sure there had to been some kind of inspiration for you growing up um and to this day maybe but uh is there someone really you know specific that's really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today yeah I think um as I just talked about my dad I'm gonna talk about my mom okay Uh, she is the most hardworking person I've ever seen. She's a pediatrician, a doctor. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's, she's just incredible. Like I, I just want to be her when I grow up, like she's amazing. <laughs> um, and I think she's been this like balance um, between golf and my, my life because she, of course she loves to watch me play golf. She loves to support me and yeah. she's been one of my biggest supporters, but 
off the golf course like we just have so much fun like she we don't talk about golf we we just have a great relationship me and her um and she's just a very strong powerful woman that I look up to um and and then she does she does take part in my golf career as well um like whenever she can whenever she gets off work she comes and watches tournaments and I cherish those tournaments because oh, it doesn't man. happen a lot uh -huh. um and yeah I just think she's she's one of the biggest role models I have I would say um for more of the golf aspects I um have for the past three years played with Tom Kite pretty uh -huh. um regularly when I'm at my home course because he's a member out there yeah, yeah um and he is really cool like I mean he's won major championships oh yeah and to be oh, able yeah. to play with someone um at his age that can still kick my butt mm -hmm. is very humbling as well um, <laughs> um but yeah we have a great relationship and he's able to sh share his stories with me yeah. um when I'm playing with them and I can ask him he gives me tips he gives me compliments and it's it's a cool relationship that we've built mm -hmm. um and yeah. I think it's really special and I look forward to going home um and playing with him and my little my old men group absolutely <laughs> on Wednesdays <laughs> yeah yeah you can't forget about them and I'm sure there's some absolutely. trash talking going around too oh yeah well, for so. sure <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that in there but um you know that it, it's great to you know have people that are really inspiring you and uh, that are really good role models and um that you have access to to play golf with like you know mm -hmm. mr kite that's amazing um and the old man group yeah you can't forget <laughs> about them man you can't forget mm -hmm. about them um but yeah that's amazing stuff it's great to have that support system because you, you definitely need it when you play golf mm -hmm. you definitely sure. need it. Um, but uh that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Delonado featuring sadie ingleman sadie Thank you so much for coming on once again. I uh, really appreciate everything. You know, it's just, we'll be we'll following you throughout your years and uh, we'll throw you up on Instagram whenever we see you out there doing stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.